Hey, Stu, your rent's due, motherfucker. Hey, Aries, you heard about that new uh, podcast app called Anchor? I sure did, Andy. Guess what? It's time to pay some bills. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. And they have tons of creation tools that allow you to record and edit your own podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. And we know you know about that money, Jew boy. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So go download your Anchor app now for free, or you can go to anchor.fm to get started today. Can you feel it, baby? That money? Yeah. And don't be pulling that falling down the stairs shit on me, you hear? Yo, what's happening? Uh, I'm uh, I'm Mary Spears, I think. Andy Steinberg. Yeah. Um, so listen, uh, this is going to be a short, sweet one because um, we actually have to get ready for a show in about thirty minutes. So we might cover some emails and a couple strange things that I came across that I'd like to talk about. First order of business. It was kind. It's kind. By the time you hear this, it's a little old news, but it's to me weird news. So I'd like to talk about it. Will Tara mind if you light up the house with the Gwyneth Paltrow pussy candle? Have you heard about this? Yeah, I have. I, I haven't asked her. I think it would be interesting to... Uh, it would be really funny if you just lit the candle and she walked in and she went, it, it smells like... Gwyneth? Gwyneth. <laughs> Did you, yeah. Bitch, how you know? No, yeah. smells what a is a pussy candle? What is that? Dude, I, I don't know. Is it really for real? Dang. It looks for real, but I haven't seen the look. Does it look like a vagina? No, 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 no. no. It's just a, it's just candle. a candle. It's, it's, it it's a very white candle. If it was a black pussy, uh, that'd be, that'd be well, would it purplish? I don't know. <laughs> um, it's supposed to smell like her vagina or a vagina. It says her vagina. That's insane, dude. But you know, how do you know? Unless she's <laughs> so. I mean. If you never tasted Coke before, and they said this is ta- this smells just like Coke, if you never tasted or smelled Coke, you uh, right. you wouldn't know. They could just tell you that she owes it to people. She ha- if this is true, right? She has to have some show where she lets someone smell her vagina. Here's my question now, and this is and this is sometimes the slick, dangerous shit that women do, and then you try to hold us as monsters. If you come out with that candle, and you're Gwyneth Paltrow, and some movie producer dude, director goes, hey, I love the way your pussy smells. That's me too shit, right? He needed to say vagina. Even if he said that. It's a vagina candle. It's not a pussy. It's not a pussy candle. Okay. Gwyneth, I love the way your vagina smells. That's harassment. 
He's complimenting your candle that you put out. You said is your vagina. That's harassment. Technically, I, I guess it would be. Or does it depend on how you say it? If you kept it businesslike, Gwen, Miss Paltrow, I love the way your vagina smells via your candle. <laughs> Versus, she's in an elevator and you're behind her ear. Gwyneth, I love the way your vagina smells. What if you're in the elevator with Gwyneth and you just go, smells like a candle in here? That's funny. That's fucking funny. She'd have to laugh. Wouldn't she? Because it would be pretty fucked up if she snickered like, oh, you asshole. Bitch, you put it out there. I think that's funny. I, but here, here's the thing that I think is amazing. that, uh, And it just shows how different we are as, right. pe- as humans. That a woman could put out a candle and we would be interested in the smell of that candle. I'm a little... I'm interested. I'm not going to lie. But that's why there's hundreds and hundreds of strip clubs for women stripping in the clubs and very few male strip clubs. We just have different things that we attract us. Right. And yet women don't understand that we are completely different. We don't have the same... But obviously someone like Gwyneth Paltrow figured out that men and women are different because obviously her candle would be something that could make her (laughs) $29.95... I don't know if it's the immaturity of men, um, but for some reason, a dude couldn't do that. Well, it'd smell it, 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 different. It, 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 <laughs> it's well, if, if, if not you, dick, balls. Balls, but balls, yeah. If, if it's dick and balls, it's not a good candle. So as distinguished or as sexy or as handsome as George Clooney is or Ryan Reynolds, they could put out the penis and testes candle. It, it can't smell good, man. It just can't. Well, I get what it, it, it'd be. It has to be like George Clooney, freshly sour, showered candle. That right. would be the best. And there's right. only a certain amount of minutes that it's going to smell decent. God, the shit women can get away with. Unfucking believable. I'm going to tell you something. I don't know if it's out yet. I don't know where you purchase it. But I got to get it. And I mean, look, it, it, I would respect truth. Like, if she put the candle out and it stunk, how truthful. Like that bitch, bravo. You told the truth. Because you know it's going to smell good. What woman is going to put out a candle of her real scented vagina and it smells like tuna? What if she just happens to have a very pleasant aroma? All candle aromas are pleasant. No, but what and if I'm her, a candle what if her, guy. What if her vagina just has a pleasant aroma? What if? It, what if like whoever she was fucking, who maybe years ago worked for Yankee Candles, right? And he's going down on her, right? And he keeps like get, like every time he goes down on her, he's like, this is so it's good, it's so right. good, and it smells amazing. And then right. it finally hits him. You know what? You, you know what? We we need a candle. <laughs> that sounds like something the French would think up. I wish I did a French accent. That, that just sounds... I, just, I can't believe, though, that it's her idea. Honestly, because I don't think a woman would believe that her vagina smell would be something that would be an aroma that men would be curious Listen, about. For a, the concept of, of a vagina candle is pretty ballsy. Uh, I'll tell you something. It's vain. Listen, 
I told you, um, I grew up in the eighties. I'm not in. I'm. I grew up in the eighties, mm-hmm. and it was a very cocaine rich time. Yes. And if they put out a candle that smelled like burning cocaine, what does that smell like? Unbelievable. It stinks. It smells so good. Really? It smells so good. Burning cocaine? Yeah. Like you cook it? We used to. I used to. I don't smoke cigarettes. You know I hate cigarettes. You're right. But I would put cocaine on the end of a cigarette and light it, and and cause just to smell it. Just really? to smell it burn. Yeah, it is. And you would just suck it in a little bit so you get a little high off it, but it is an amazing smell. Dude, I, I, would, I would love to have just, I don't know that I would have done it, but just watched you in that time. I would love to make uh, a candle that smelled like Jack Daniels, uh-huh. cocaine, and Gwyneth Paltrow's pussy, and it would just be called One Great Night. That would be the name of my candle. That's kind of sexy. That's kind of sexy. <laughs> and somehow the commercial is with Gwen Paltrow doing all that shit. And just one great night. That, that's actually pretty fucking good. Um, here's what I want to go back to. Did you see, uh, talking about comedy, did you see Ricky Gervais stand up at the fucking I was hoping you were going to bring this Golden up. Golden Globes? I was hoping you were going to bring it up. Man, listen. Uh, that's one of the, That was one of those moments where I went, Man, I am not the comic I thought I was. Like, the balls to be able to do that and pull it off. Bravo, man. Well, you know, somebody else, I, I wish I could remember which comic told me this because I talked to him about it. Right. And so it's, uh, it's oh God, I wish I could remember who told me. They said, yeah, but he, it doesn't count because he's, British? A British comic, and it doesn't affect him the same way. Even though that's the foreign media, right. but it's it was a lot of. It doesn't affect him the same way that it because I was like, dude, that's that's being real to to look at the people, and I love when he said that about giving your speeches and moving and, the fuck on. on, yeah, right. Your opinion, don't thank you God, and just thank you God, and keep it moving, moving. right, dude. It was the most genius, <laughs> like I. I he, it's what I liked about Letterman. When you used right. to watch Letterman, and someone would come on the show who thought that they were bigger than entertainment, right. and he would make them feel stupid because he could have given a fuck about right. their celebrity. Right, and uh, that's how I felt about him. Like he didn't. He, I felt. I saw him. It was the first time I really because I heard he's an arrogant guy too. Yeah, but I heard. I felt. I really felt him as a comic because his arrogance towards. That group of people, right. like you, I'm a, I'm a comic. You mean, not you are why I exist, right? Because I need to be able to do this to people like you. It was amazing to me. It was one of my favorite things I've seen in a while. Well, one of his, his, one of his favorite comics was Patrice. Uh, he, he just loved Patrice. That's one of those where you go now, now, man, I wish Patrice was alive. I would have loved to have seen what Patrice did with that room, because. For, for 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 Ricky to do what he did, okay, now you got a black guy doing it. Which, and Patrice would even tell you, him being over six feet and 300 pounds, he was, a, he was a presence. He was a big presence. And anytime you got a big black dude being aggressive, that always makes people uncomfortable. And Ricky made them uncomfortable. And he's not as intimidating physically. Uh, as Patrice would have been. No, and that probably made it easier for them to deal with. Right. You think? Yeah, because if, if a little guy that's kind of like a pop and fresh character right. talks shit to you, you, you can't... 
you could get mad, you can get upset, you can get your feelings hurt. But what are you going to do about it? It's, it's right. this little guy. Right. You, I don't know. Let me ask you this, though. And uh, this is kind of off topic, but on this topic. Because mm-hmm. you brought up Patrice, and that was something that he would say. Right. And we didn't address this when we talked on the Kobe episode. What do you think Patrice's feelings about what Ari Shafir said? Would he be a comic mm. and say, I don't like what he said, Good but he's in, in the vein of comedy, even though I don't feel it was funny? Or would he go, it was just wrong? I don't think he would. Mm. I'm interested in what Dave Chappelle is going to say, because eventually he's going to say something. I hope so. Um I don't think he would have said it was wrong because I, Patrice was able to find the something in anything. But I think the, the brother in him would have felt what we all felt. And, I, and I'm glad you brought that back up because I didn't mention it on the Kobe thing, but I mentioned it to you last night when we were talking. When DL said Kobe was to brothers but Princess Die was to white folks or white women. The brother in Patrice would have been like, hey, man, you fucking with one of, one of ours. I thought, I think, again, I think his genius was he would have been able to find the something in that. Not necessarily saying, hey, already had a right to, because the brother in it would have been like, nah, man, black man died, day of, daughter, nah, man. But that nigga was such a comedic genius. He'd have found something. And I don't even want to use the word to defend Ari, but make it so, if that even makes sense. He would have put it down in a fun. If he wanted to do something to Ari, it would have been in a funny way. Like, he would have made him feel stupid in a funny way. In a funny way. Through comedy. He would have, right. shown, he would have shown him what he could have been right. instead of what he did. Right. I have that much respect in Patrice. And I think that yeah. I, I just really want to get, I want to know what Chappelle, Chappelle's been silent on this. Right. And I, I know that he has to have some, he, that there's an opinion coming. And one last thing on that same kind of note, somebody wrote, uh, they thought that uh, they were curious to know how Joe was going to handle it. Because they figured, you know, Joe's going to be a hypocrite because that's his boy. But I'm sitting here like, my, many people was like, yo, I don't even think Joe would defend that. So I'd be curious to know what Rogan's take on that was. It's going to be, it'll be interesting. But, uh, you know, uh, there's no win in this, defending or not defending. I mean, right. as a comedian, it's tough. It's tough as a comedian because there's a, there's a, the, the game is looked at a little different. It's, we're looking at it from a different point of view. Right. Even though, like you said, you know, you said as a black man, and the white dude, I still am looking at it from not, I can't feel it the same way like you. That Princess Diana thing was a really good analogy that he used. Right. I'm not feeling it that same way right. like that. But it's like his death struck a nerve. So, yeah, I, I'm still looking at it a different way. But as a comedian, man, it's a tough one. Like, you know, those Comedy Central roasts. Um, I remember the guy from Saturday Night Live, Pete Davidson. Yeah. You know, his father died on 9-11 in one of the buildings. Yeah. And I, I, don't, I don't remember the name of the British comic who did a joke about it that was like, yeah, it's a roast. Everybody knew what it was. But there was a, a second or two of, damn. So going back to what we talked about with the Kobe thing, 
that's off limits at a roast. Till when? Till when? Till when? Um, and depending on the individual, because I didn't know until I, I heard. Well, actually, Patrice talked about it on Opie and Anthony. You know the roast they did with Charlie Sheen, um, where Tyson was a guest on it. Tyson's only thing was for him to be on the show, no roasts about rape, no rape jokes. So, you know, even with certain people, shit's off limits. But and he but but nobody's gonna do. You don't want to piss Tyson off. Well, and, and Tyson's not a comic. Right. If there was a comic accused of rape, which there have been, right, is that off the table? Oh, if he didn't do it, obviously, any, 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 you know, you want to make a joke about it? Yeah, is that off the table? Because it's a, rape, and he's a comic. That's you know, it 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 it, it feels like there are certain topics you just can't touch, and. And that's why when someone does, like... Uh, Look, I, I don't do a rape joke, but I, I go in the uh, prostate joke, you know, uh, and I sat on the floor butt naked, knees to chest, and let the water come down on me like a rape victim. Usually women get outlandish over... Rape! So, I, But it's not a rape joke, but I, I mentioned rape. Um... And, you know, it ain't backfired. It ain't fucking... Hey, do you ever, have you ever seen any faces or anything? Nah. Because it's in, it's in the right context. Right. Right. So I, you can do a rape joke in the right context. Um, well, Tosh did one. Daniel Tosh? Yeah. Did he? And it's funny. I don't remember it. I just know that it was funny. I remember hearing and going, oh, wow, that's a... I, th- I And again, it just goes to saying that that's why you can't censor a comic because you never know when someone's going to put the gene genius together to get other people past something that may have hurt them and it's like what carlin said the comedian's job is to know where the line is and intentionally cross it but you want to cross it with funny carlin said that yeah you know it's funny because dave said the same thing you don't know what a line is until you cross it he said until you cross it carlin's was cross it to know where it is and cross it you got to know where it is so that you know what the line is because Otherwise, you're just doing what everybody else does. If you can figure a takeout to make, and that's what I'm trying to say. To me, comedy is about taking painful situations, finding the light, and letting people have a laugh at something horrible right. so that they can survive it. That's, right. that's, like, that, that's what Pryor did. That's who I look up to the most. Right. To talk about the things that he went through in life in a way that... Maybe you never experienced, but are so horrific, or that are horrific, that allow you to laugh so that your life can. You, this is a tough world that we live in. Right. To give yourself laughter in despair, I think, is the greatest thing we can do. Right. Okay. I, we've got 15 minutes. Want to do some emails? Yeah, do, yeah, let's do a couple. Oh, Steve! <laughs> Ron McGee, loyal fan of the Jew and the Jerk. Hey, Aries. Hey, Andy. It's your boy, Dev. Haven't emailed you guys in a while. I've been a little busy. I have some time, so I'm showing y'all some love. As always, I love the podcast and look forward to our new episodes every Wednesday. I think having Miss Lacey on the podcast is just brilliant. She brings some good energy to the flow of the conversations. She has, a very, she has very good points of view. One thing I got to say is please stop coming for my boy, Andy. 
It's clear that he's strong in his spot and is definitely willing to see all thoughts and opinion. Andy, I respect you for staying true to yourself on your thoughts and beliefs. Aries, you made a clip about people picking their nose in public. Well, first of all, Mrs. Devon, let me tell you that Andy don't give a fuck. He don't give a fuck (laughs) what y'all say. Whether you like him or not, he don't pay attention to this shit. Um... Aries, you made a clip about people picking their nose in public and how you felt about it. I definitely agree that it's disgusting and very unsanitary. With this topic, I'm curious to know of other disgusting habits about others that may bother you. Looking forward to making our way up to episode 200. Hey, me and Annie, we working it out day by day, baby. It's, it's, it's It's a marriage. There's been some abuse. There's been some slaps and some cusses. We've both spoken to our attorneys. And served each other with papers, but we're working it out. Uh, here's to hopefully 200. Yeah, man. Um, I don't understand. I don't understand. I don't understand. And to the people who who do this, dude, you're on a plane. You, you and, and I'm sitting first class, which means there's a little bit of distance between us. So for the motherfuckers that go through it and coach, look, you're not alone. We can see you. How do you just keep going? Like, maybe you, and some of these dudes, there's, no, that's, there's not even secrecy. It's blatant. Nose in the finger, nose in the finger in the nose, digging around, <laughs> the pull out, the rubbing of the balling it up. I'm going, where are you putting that? <laughs> I mean, and it'd be different if you did it once, flicked it. But I mean, I sat next to a dude every eight seconds, nigga. And again, I'm not saying nothing, but I'm trying to talk to him with my movements. I'm shifting and I'm looking in his face long enough to maybe he catch my peripheral. And as I look away, I hit him with a, but I'm getting to the point now where I'm going to start saying something. You got to say something. I'm I'm going to give him a napkin and go, hey man, like I'm next to you. Dude, I, I would say something. Would you really? Yeah, I can't. I, I can't have that. I I I, I, <laughs> I I I do say things on the plane. It's only got me, and I didn't get in trouble for it. Right. But I, I just um, it wasn't picking in the nose. And you were in first class in this dude. Yeah, speech. dude, you would like you should like to go. Those are first class boogers, dude. Those <laughs> man, nigga. And, and and now I used to see p- people come on, come on the plane. And with the hand sanitizer and a napkin, wipe the tray down. And I went, oh, that's so ridiculous. Nah, I get it now. You know what I'm getting? I, and I know you're going to laugh at me for saying this, but what? I have to go to Phoenix on, uh, on, I think I'm leaving Wednesday or Thursday. What? I'm getting one of those masks over my... The, the Chinese? Yeah, the Asian... Corona? You, you, what is it called? Coronavirus. Yeah. Yeah, you know, you see a lot of Asians walking through the airport. You're really going to do that? Fuck yeah. Fuck Yeah. <laughs> Oh my God! Really, dude? I am so freaked out about. You're not worried about the look? Fuck it! I'm I'm worried about getting coronavirus. Oh man, dude! It's all, and I'm going to Arizona, and there's there's cases of it in Tempe, Arizona. Yeah, yeah, that's what Tara told me, but I shouldn't say what Tara tells me because she listens to the news like I don't, never, hardly ever. But that's where I'm going to the Phoenix airport where that's at. And I wish it wasn't illegal when somebody picked their nose. To slap their hand out their nose. Is it illegal? Yeah, it's assault. Well, if the booger hits you, is that illegal? That's assault. That's assault right. with the booger. Right. Right. 
You could have said you were self. That's self defense. Right, right, right. Um, what, what? officer, it was self defense. Right. He what? came at me with a booger. What bothers you? Habits that people habits like ugh, make you. Um. See, I don't. Anything that can get on me, but I'm. This is I'm. I'm and it's so unfair. Because I have a cough sometimes when I get on the plane. Because you know, you you know, the air on the plane changes, and you, sometimes you right. get that dry throat. And you, you, when I'm and someone behind me coughs, right, and I don't see them, you know, they're right. just just openly, <laughs> just even if it's a little. Right. Li- listen, this I'm, I'm, this is my air too, <laughs> and the, the cough. I, it, everything goes to travel with me. It's all about the travel because right. we travel a lot. And, and it's the respect that you have when you're on that tube with someone else. The thing I got in trouble for is that there was a guy who kept getting up and sitting down, getting up and sitting down. And every time he'd sit down, he'd kind of fall back into his chair. And I was like trying fall to fall back? Yeah. And right. so it kept moving me. Right. And I was in uh, the bulkhead seat in coach. So I right. didn't have anybody in front of me. And there was uh, the, 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 the partition was way up. So he had plenty of room to get into his seat. Right. And, and finally, he just did it one last time. And I just said... If you continue to fall back in the chair, I'm going to have a problem with you. <laughs> and I said it just like that. And I was trying to be calm. Right. I think I had had a, a weed gummy, and I was relaxed. Yeah, so I yeah, said right. it, I'm, I'm going to have a problem with you. Right. And, and I went back to sleep. And when I woke up, he had switched seats with the person next to me. Right. And when I got off the plane... There was the police were waiting for me. The, really? The, yeah, the the uh, police, and they talked to him. And oh, I, I saw. He told me this. Yeah, and they they got me, and he goes, "Hey, man, I got to talk to you." And he brought me over. He goes, "Listen, this guy com- was complaining that you threatened, you threatened him. him, and uh, but I heard from other people on the plane that he was a little different, and uh, I do need to get what happened from you." And I said. Uh, he was just kept getting up and down. He kept falling in the seat. And I just finally looked at him. And I said, hey, if you keep doing that, um, we're going to have a problem. I didn't say what the problem was going to be. I said, you know, we're going to have a problem. I was going to get the the lady, the, the the what are they called? Uh, the, the Stewardess, prop- flight attendant. Flight attendant. I wanted to make sure I used the right name. I was going to get the flight attendant and say mm-hmm. that this guy keeps, and basically kept hitting me too with his elbow when he'd fall. Mm-hmm. You know, he'd hit me at the elbow a little bit. And uh, the guy, the cop started, he was laughing. <laughs> you know, and uh, and he knew that if I said how I said it, that I probably didn't say it exactly that right. way. But he's like, that's enough. And we'll, we'll take it. Right. But yeah, you got to be careful, though, because all these bad habits, people, the people with the bad habits are the people that are causing the other problems. They're going to the ones who are going to get you in trouble. So you have to be careful. Let me ask you if this would bother you, because, you know, I got a thing with feet. Um, there was a woman on the plane sitting first class and you know the uh, the TV screen. She wasn't using her f- her foot, dude. That is you the, know how you turn that you use your finger. That is the, disgusting. She dude. had her leg, her she, like almost like you cross your legs, but her her right leg was on top of her left knee, and with her foot and her big toe, she used it to move the movie selections. And the this, the the flight attendant never said anything to her. I don't think the flight attendant paid attention. I would have said something. Would you really? Yeah. And you know what? The other thing I said, <laughs> and I've said this too before. Uh, people who leave the bathroom door open when they leave the bathroom, yeah. you, you know how like the door slides that right. accordion door. Like sometimes people just get out and leave, leave the door open. open. Right. And I'm like, hey, that that's a bathroom. <laughs> right. 
in front of me. Shut right. the door. Right. And sometimes people get really irritated with me, like, I'm the problem. And I'm right. like, I'm not the problem. Yeah, yeah. I think a lot of people, listen, we all have our disgustingness things that we do, but those things should be done in your home, in the privacy of your own home. Everybody picks their nose. But nigga, not in public next to me on a plane. Have you ever heard nail clippers when you're on a plane? No. I, I've heard feet. Uh, I don't know their feet. I heard. I, I was told by uh, a flight attendant that that it's very common for them to find the remnants of the nail clippings, feet and hands, after on a flight. Jeez. I don't know how you could do that. I don't. I get mad at Tara for doing it in the bathroom where she was the only place she could. I, I'm like, go out onto the patio. Oh, because you why? Because you see the nail clippings. I don't want the nail clippings on the floor. Go onto the patio. She, but they, she's not doing it in the garbage. In the garbage, or in the bathroom, there's a little right. garbage right there. She does oh, okay, it over there. Yeah, but you said on the floor. Well, yeah, because sometimes you they know they the shoot floor. out, they shoot. Oh. They, I'm like, go do that on on the patio outside. <laughs> Let that shit go fly into nature. <laughs> I, I I do. I have a lot, but I'm also a really loud eater that really upsets a lot of people. Right. So I try to remember when I hear the cough or when I hear the people doing their weird things. Right. I try to go run through in my head right. what I know everybody complains about me, so that I can try to right chill out. All right. I'm going to read one more, and then uh, that'll be it. Uh, Keon Fitzgerald, titled The Goat. Um, he writes, the nigga and his kike partner. Wait, wait, wait. Just before you go into yeah. this, if that person would eat that booger in front of you, oh, would you say something then? I wouldn't say nothing, but I would make a really loud, Ugh! <laughs> Ugh! He'd have to know I know. Let me tell you what I don't like doing. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just thought about that. And it was just, it freaked me Let out. Let me tell you what I don't like doing. And I, I, one time I forced myself to do it and I felt, I hated the way it made me feel. And I said, I'll never do this again. Listen, if I'm sitting next to you and I used to like the aisle seat because, um, you know, you, if I got to go to the bathroom, boom, yeah. I get out and I go. And you got that extra room. Got the extra room and leg. But then I was like, dude, I like the window seat because if I'm tired and I get up so early to fly home, I could lay up against yeah. the thing. But then the problem with that is when I got to go to the bathroom, I got to get past the person next to me. Listen, if you are a dude, get your motherfucking ass up. I don't like giving you a lap dance. And some of these dudes, just they don't want to get up. They just turn to the side to suck in their knees. And if the motherfucker's really big, yo, my ass ends up brushing up either on their knees <laughs> or their stomach. And I'm just like, I'm giving this nigga a lap dance, yo. My ass is on this nigga's knees. My cheeks is rubbing this nigga's belly. Yo, you got it. And, and now, when I got to go, if I see the dude turn or he ain't unbuckling his belt, I, and I say it like this with a sternness so he knows I mean business. Yo, you got to get up, man. I don't go, sir, can you... Please, because when you go, can you and please, that allows room for no. I don't want to give you room for no. Yo, you got to get up, man. All right. I'm gonna I ask, put my street shit on it. I'm going to ask you. I'm sorry. I'm going to take it a little more racial, though, before we go any further. The dude picking his nose. Was it a white dude? Always. Okay. If it was a black dude sitting next to you that was picking his nose, would you say something to him? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think a black dude would do that. 
if it was a black dude. Because black people are just cautious about certain shit. I, I, I'm not disagreeing with that, but if it was a black dude next to you doing it, do you think you would say something to him? Yes, but it'd be different. I'd be, hey, brother. <laughs> no, the reason I said that is I thought about it after I said, yes, I would say something. And then I really thought about it while we're sitting here. I was going to say to you, uh, what's the nigga who uh, was a UFC MMA fighter? He was in the A-team. He played um, fucking Mr. T's part. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I know who you're talking about, but I don't know who it is. Oh, God. His name is on the tip of my fucking tongue. Randy. Oh, no, it ain't Randy. Whatever. I I don't want to keep saying. Everybody goes Mike Tyson. But before he died, Kimbo Slice. Okay. If he was falling back in his chair, would you have said that to Kimbo Slice? We're going to have a problem? No, I would have just said someone, I have a problem with this motherfucker. (laughs) I wouldn't even even have taken it to him. I would have just went there. Uh, I was thinking about it, though. If it, like normally, if it was a white dude sitting next to me, he's picking his nose. I would say, "Dude, come on, man! Right? I'm, I'm, I'm fucking. I'm. We're sharing the same room. Right. Just relax. But if it was a black dude, I don't know that I would. And I don't think you would. I think that I'd be uncomfortable. I, I, I find myself getting uncomfortable with giving directions to black men. To black men. <laughs> I love. I'm, I'm going to be honest. I'm really on. I'm being, being really honest. To tell a black man, uh, I don't like what you're doing. I don't know. I don't. I. I, I swear to. I was driving. Down Is the it road. because of the fear of you getting your ass kicked? No, no. Uh, so it, if it was a scrawny, skinny, four foot two black guy, listen, Urkel. No, I will. All right. No, I know. It, it, I, I was driving down the road one day, and this dude was driving terrible. And you've seen me when I drive. Right. I can't stand it. And I pull up alongside him, and it's a nice black dude. And I just thought to myself, and I swear to God, this is the most horrible thing I'm about to say. I just was like, 400 years of oppression, dude. I'm fucking not going to be a dick about his bad driving right now. Mm. And that's what goes on. And I'm telling you, white guilt is is pretty amazing. Because I I don't think that I would would say anything if a black dude was picking his nose. Have you ever done the lap dance to go to the bathroom? To someone else? Yeah. Um, or had it done to you? No, I get up if I'm in that, I, and I like the aisle too, so I right. run. The, but the only time I don't get up, and the times I have done the lap dance, <laughs> I like the bulkhead seat in uh, first class and right. in the back because there's extra room. And if I'm in that uh, uh, window seat, I'll get up and I'll just slide over because you're not touching anybody. Right. I got enough room. Would it bother you to have someone do the lap dance to you? Yeah, no, I've gotten up. I said, oh, you got no. I, I, when somebody tried to do that once, and I go, slow down. I right, go, I'll get up. Right, right, no right, problem, right. man. I, and I made, I made it about like I was taking care of them. Right, right. Because I did turn it around. I was like, no, 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 no problem, man. Just plenty. Of, let me get up. Let me get up. Uh, okay. Have Have you ever done it to somebody? I told you, like, if I'm in that bulkhead seat, yeah, I will get up and slide over because you don't touch them because right, there's, so, right, there's right, a lot right. of room. That's why I like the bulkhead seat, though. But if you weren't in the bulkhead seat. No, nah, I would, I would so ask you. I, I would, yes, but I also told you, and I said this on a podcast before, I don't get up to go to the bathroom. I, I'm, I go to the bathroom before I get there. And after. And after. And you've never had to go during a flight? A few times I ha- I've had, and it's very, like, out of hundreds and hundreds of flights, maybe I can count on one hand when I've got up right. to go to the bathroom. Because I'm an adult. <laughs> And I feel like if I go to the bathroom before I get on the plane, even if I have to go, right. I can hold it till I get Because most flights are no more than four hours. Right. Four and a half hours. Even flight from New York to L.A. is four and a half, five and a half hours. Mm. 
I can hold it for four and a half, five and a half hours. Um, I've had times on on the that flight where I had I had to go to the bathroom. All right, quick scenario. Um, you're you're sitting in the window seat. Um, big, big, big black dude. <laughs> Sitting next to you. <laughs> why do you, I, why do you make the big black dude sound so not not even like you didn't say like tall black dude, just nah, big nah, black dude. This, I'm, we gotta we gotta go for the gusto. I'm him. Then you, I'm, I'm I'm playing this big black dude, and you're you. <clears throat> you 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 can't even do the lap dance because this nigga's that big. Uh, you got to go to the bathroom and say what you got to say to me to go to the bathroom. Excuse me, man. I have to go to the bathroom. No. All right, it's gonna, it's gonna be rough. <laughs> okay, I'll just, I just wanted to know what your reaction. No, that's what my reaction. And I'm really good. I'm good when it's like that. Right. It's gonna be rough then. Okay. Yeah. No. Right. It, 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 I, I'll say something quick. Uh, but yeah, dude, I just hate when, dude. This is. So, I always say something that's gonna ruin a career. I hate when big people sit next to me though on the on the plane. Right. It don't make a difference if they're black, white, Asian, big people. Listen, big people who are listening to this. Listen, and I don't mean to be mean. My dad, my stepfather, was a big guy. He weighed almost 500 pounds. You can't, when you're that big, there's creeks and crevices. And when you're right next you to somebody. You can't get to it. And you can't, they can't get to it. That aroma. Oof. I hate to use the word Aroma. Aromas associated with food, nigga. <laughs> oh God! And, it, and and even if it's just slight, and it's because of my dad, I picked up on that, and it and it bothers me, dude. There are certain things that motivate people to go. I gotta lose weight. It's time to lose weight. Sometimes when I'm on a plane and I see them motherfuckers with the seatbelt extender, I'm going, "How does that not make you go? It's time." Because what that message says is one thing. You fat motherfucker. That's what that... It's embarrassing. How are you not embarrassed that you need more seatbelt to strap your big ass in? Dude, I was on a flight and I took the second to the last seat in the back of the plane because it was an aisle seat. And all the rest was middle seats. And I didn't want that seat. So I took the aisle seat and it could recline. And there were seats behind me. And someone sat in the window. And then this dude came on. He was a big dude. Took the back seat behind me. Asked for the seatbelt extension. Took both seats. So I was on the aisle. But he took the center and the aisle seat. Mm. And the strap. And he was so big that I couldn't put my seat back. Not only could I put my seat back. But it was pushing me forward. Damn. Do you know what I'm talking about? Where the seat can't. Right, right, right. And if he moved or laughed. And this is the reason I tell the story, not to be mean. He made jokes about his weight the whole <laughs> way, which made me feel worse because I'm a comic and I right, know where jokes right, come from. Right. Pain and sadness. Right. And it was killing me. And my irritation for him and my sadness for him made me want to kill myself after the flight. Wow. Because I was just, oh, this was so horrible to me because <laughs> I had the worst flight and right. I felt bad about feeling bad. It would have been funny if every joke he told, you just kept, did that. Oh. 
Ah, oh. It just, it, it, it broke my, I felt so bad for him. But right. I was so mad at him. As a human, I was, I was mad because right. he was fucking my shit up. And then as a human, I felt terrible because I knew where he was coming from. Listen, I've said this before. I know I'm a chunky dude a little bit. But this is why I go in perspective. I'm not fat. Like, you ever see those dudes that wear T-shirts and you just see it all hanging underneath? Like, the shirt doesn't even cover it. It's like the underboob, but it's the underbelly. There you go. There you go. Again, how are you not embarrassed by that? Dude, when you see a belly button that looks like you get all your fist in it, right? that is... All right, let me read this last one, and we got to get out of here. Oh, sorry. Yeah, we Uh, almost blew the horn. He said, the nigga and the kike partner. The nigga and his kike partner. Oh, that's hilarious. Laugh a lot. I'm kidding, but Aries, say hello. Ray Charles' voice. Hello. But just wanted to quickly say Happy New Year's, fellas, and I wish nothing but the best for you two and your families. But, fellas, I just want to say on the 17th of January is my 30th birthday. My most important will be my one-year clean sobriety. Uh, Well, goddamn, nigga, you should celebrate with a drink. And thanks to this podcast, listening to you and Andy made me feel happy, inspired, and stress-free. And I don't know if you remember, Aries, when I emailed you a while back saying you Shaq and my father were my idols. An inspiration, and this is exactly why. So I would love to just say thank you so much to you and Andy. Even if you don't read this, email on the podcast, just the fact that you almost went Boston on the podcast. Just the fact that you've seen this and acknowledged this would be a mission complete. Wish you guys the best. Can't wait for y'all to be in Philly next time y'all come through. Peace, my guys. P.S. I still got y'all on cheesesteaks and not the garbage tourist spots. Why, thank you, Keon. The kike and the nigga will be there. Cheesesteak ready. Um, congratulations on your uh, year chip. And uh, listen, last time I was in Philly, you weren't with me. I went and did a show at uh, Punchline. I was yeah. on a showcase show, and then uh, I opened up for someone the following day. Uh-huh. But I went to John's Pork Sandwiches. How was it? Dude, it is. Philly just seems like one of those food towns. Dude, it, you know what? And, and look, there's a lot of good food towns where you can go get quality, gourmet, expensive food. Yeah. But what I like, what I enjoy, is lunch pail, great food. What What's I lunch mean, pail? A cheesesteak, a oh. burger, a meatball sandwich, right, right, chicken right, right, pot. Right, right. I enjoy those kind of things. That right. I that that's what I and this cheesesteak and their meatball sub and they have. John, John, that's the, I believe that's the name of John's right. pork sandwich, dude. If we don't go there this next, we have if we're there and we don't go, we fucked up because I don't care how much it costs to get over there on an right. Uber, whatever it is. It was the best, hands down, the best sandwich right. I've ever had like that. Yeah, I gotta try that next time we in Philly. I think helium is coming up at some point. Um, well, there it is, y'all. Um, we ended up getting close to 40 minutes, even though we only said we was going to do 30. See, we always give y'all a little bit more. Andy would like to turn the room around, uh, but I end up going over my set. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to – I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I'm I just would, I, I would like your career, I would like your career to extend past what you would, what we're at right now. Yeah, he's right. All right, y'all. Uh, love you. Uh, check you in the future. Uh, and there it is. Uh, until next time. Peace. Can you feel it, baby?